when did you fall in love with like women in hip hop? just heard was simply done by armani caesar featuring benny the butcher and shermie this is your uh your pick so tell us about this song tell us about this artist who i literally i've heard of benny the butcher but um i've never heard of armani caesar until today okay uh, but I, was, I was super i was super into this i know right um okay so Clubhouse has been, like, super dope for me. Like, I've been discovering a lot of different artists. Uh, Her specifically, I was in this chat. uh, Shout out to Juana Thompson, if you're listening. Hey, girl. Uh, And they were just, like, talking about uh, who they think is going to have, like, a good year. They were just talking about your music stuff. And then she brought up Armani Caesar. She was like, yeah, I think she's really dope yada 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 so i went you know i do what i do best (laughs) hit up the spotify go look her up um right of course and i saw that she had just dropped the tape i want to say in september i believe i could be wrong but um it's called the liz and i just like listened to it and i'm like oh my god like this girl is so dope it's She's, so I think 90. they're. I think they compliment. I think they compliment each other so well on this song. Her and Benny yeah. the Butcher. So like, um, who I, yeah, yeah. She signed to this label called. I don't know if she signed to the label or she's just like a part of this group. Griselda. But, uh, yes, but I never heard of them before. Really? Until, you don't know uh, Westside Gun? Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't listen to Benny the Butcher? I don't. Oh wow, that's crazy. I mean, they're kind of like I only listen to rap girls, like straight up. I don't really give attention. (laughs) I don't give attention to men in rap anymore. But this is my first time hearing hearing about them. And then I watched an interview of hers with I want to say it was Hot ninety seven, and she was just talking about like how like what the movement is all about and stuff like that. And I was like, oh yeah, she fits in perfectly. Like she was a perfect add on. I want to say she just joined this year. Yeah, um, no, like, but I would check out Griselda, like, they're doing some really, like, interesting shit over there, and I'm kind of, like, very interested in Armani Caesar now, I have a new, like, rap girl in my rotation, so exactly. thanks so much, <laughs> so thanks for that, Shermie, <laughs> so hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Where My Girl's At, a Yo, podcast about women in hip-hop, um, and Brianna is not going to be joining us this week because of work obligations uh but that's okay you'll have me and you'll have Shermie and she'll be back the next episode we're still good (laughs) we're still we're still good we're kicking it 
Um, so yeah, so before we jump into like our topic, let's talk about the scripted episodes because we released one last week um called Feature Frenzy, and then we release we're releasing one again today uh about can there only be one? So Feature Frenzy really is about like, you know, Nicki Minaj's come up and her business acumen, you know, and how that kind of really like pave the way for like female rappers to be like you know franchises and be like business people to give us what we have now <laughs> exactly because i think there's i mean and we can talk about like women and we're going to talk about you know can there only be one um in that episode about like the the trope of like the queen of rap and you know there only being one dominant woman in rap and everybody else falling in line. But I do feel like Nicki Minaj's like reign has been a lot different than those of like previous, you know, Queens of rap, like different from Lil' Kim, different from Missy, different from all those people, because she's really turned herself into this incredibly like profitable business. Yeah, she's a business. In the way that other female rappers haven't. And this isn't to say that rappers like Lil' Kim weren't influential in fashion because they were more influential in fashion and 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 and, and all of that and culture than 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 most hip hop artists like of all time um Lil' Kim has been. But it's not the same thing as what Nicki Minaj. I mean, it's has just done. a new era, and it's like you have it's access a new to things, so something different is gonna happen. Either more is gonna happen, or less is gonna happen. But in yeah. this case, more really did happen. Yeah, I mean, you got she has like all these endorsements. She has this docu series with E. She has like you know lipstick lines, she and the it's MTV very. Thing. She has the MTV thing. She has a new document docu series coming out on HBO Max. Like her, her, it just doesn't stop with her. And it's like you know how they always say like rappers they don't really make their money from music. They make their money from touring and merchandise. Merchandise, yeah. And merchandise. She sold herself to be all of that. All of that. She sold herself to be all of that, and then she made it like even even bigger she branched out even in 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 an even bigger way with all these corporate partnerships and now you see rappers with that all the time when Nicki Minaj first came out I'm gonna be honest like I I wasn't as on her as much Mm -hmm. as I like look at her now so it was like the singles I knew her albums were dropping and stuff like that but I kind of let the radio dictate what Right, right. I was with her. I wasn't like, super but it was a different era them. too. Like, it, we were super into the radio then. We didn't have like the the iPhone wasn't exactly as it is now. Yeah. So when I'm thinking, so after listening to that episode and just like really seeing and hearing how much of like an empire, like I knew she was an empire because like you really could not look left or right without yeah. seeing Nicki Minaj anywhere. But when I really like sat back and listened to the episode and just thought about it, I was just like, wow, this lady was on a run. Like she was everywhere doing any and everything. And it all just, it all fell in line and it all made sense from the fragrances, the makeup. Yep. It was just like, it was, it really when you look at it now and you look at um what rappers in general, not even just the rap girls, what they're doing and like how they're all branching off into different things, either becoming the face or something, getting their own lines. To be honest, you could honestly low-key credit Nicki Minaj for giving musicians a space to do something like a Fenty and like branch off yeah. and stuff like that. Like you could really credit that to Nicki because who who was thinking of doing that? Who was actually trying to 
branch off. Everyone was like, I need my music to get done. I need the music. And it, and it, wasn't, and it wasn't a thing of like, you know, musicians weren't doing this. Rapper, I mean, isn't it to say that rappers haven't been doing like corporate partnerships like for such a very long time because they have. But it's, it's just, it was different the way she kicked it into high gear. And now... Rappers oh, weren't seen as like no. someone you really want to partner with at the time because it was like hardcore, it was gangsta, it was it was scary to the uh to the white folks. So yeah, she really was a game changer. Like you you can't discredit her on a lot of things, honestly. Um a lot of people really do be trying to play Nicki Minaj and pers- you can have your personal opinions on her, her personal life. But sure. musically, industry job wise, like you really cannot discredit her or act like she wasn't yeah. doing her thing. Like she wasn't multi-talented, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, we have a lot of, you know, female rappers like Lil' Kim and, and, and Foxy Brown and Missy Elliott and Eve, you know, to kind of thank for there being a lane for there to be a Nicki Minaj, which yeah. kind of brings us to our next scripted episode, which also drops today. Um, can there only be one? And it's really about like the history of women in rap and how we get to this place of, of there being a, a queen of rap, quote unquote, and everybody <laughs> else like falling in line. And this was like your episode that you spearheaded. So like, what thoughts did you have going into that? So honestly, when I was trying to figure out how to structure the episode, the main like difficult part for me was figuring out how to connect it to how to connect the history to the can there only be one. So like doing when doing the research, I was trying to avoid like just doing a full, I guess like history lesson of the eighties and the nineties and just right. pulling out the skills and um, I guess like the elements, quote unquote, that you would need that would fall, that would help, I guess, like build this one rap girl. So that yeah. was my thought going into it. And honestly, I had a blast like doing this research. I, I would like for us for our next series or like down the line to like really do a deep dive in the 80s or the 90s and like kind of pick certain sections and just like really look at it. Cause I feel like the 90s would be a crazy one to look at. But in doing the research, it was just like, I learned a lot more things about women in rap from the past that, I mean, I always knew they were iconic. I always knew that they really did pave the way and get this like spearheaded, but I didn't really know like the stats and really understand like what, I guess like like, where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, it was very eye opening for me with this one. Yeah. And I, and I think it, and I think it like, you can see like the progression from all, like, especially with everything that happened that was going on in the world at the time, mm-hmm. you know, from there being this, this, it being this new exciting genre where people can pretty much do and explore in any way that they want to it becoming, you know, very established to it having a formula. So then there's all this room and then suddenly their start like like men often do they come in and they take over and then there isn't all this room and so if you don't fit a mold like a lot of these female rappers you know fit a mold then you have then you you aren't successful and then after a while it's like time to replace her with a new model you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i get it it's i think you do a very good job of telling how we got to this trope of like there can only be one queen of rap you know 
Yeah, it's interesting um, to see how like rap in the in like the nineties specifically, it started off as collaboration. Right. Between men and women. It started off, you know, we just wanna promote hip hop. I don't care who the left who's on the left or right of me, like whether it's right. a man or a woman. It's just all about promoting hip hop getting just hip-hop out there or however you want to describe it um to to see it switch into a it can only be one like there only one girl can like stand with the rest of us stand with all 100 of the dudes who are doing 10 the different things thing. yeah yeah and it's just like wow and especially with that uh study that was in there i was like okay like it makes sense yeah because it, it just, definitely falls in line <laughs> It does. Everyone else like falls in line. You know, we're we're creatures of habit and we're like social creatures. So we we cling to like groups, you know? Exactly. We're very of the hive mind. Like I've been watching this docuseries about this cult. Um it's called Heaven's Gate. Oh, I love Heaven's oh, wait, that sounds bad. <laughs> I lucky have a small obsession with like cults and stuff like that. Heaven Gate is like one of my top tiers. It's crazy, though, because you you really see in it, like, how you get to this place of, like, there being, you know, a hive mind kind of personality. And, like, mm-hmm. they're, they're, like, everyone just following all these rules that were arbitrarily set and it being the norm then. And, and then no one really coming in and questioning it. And then, exactly. then if someone does, and then if someone does come in and question it, we make you're them guy. crazy. <laughs> we, we, we make you seem like you're crazy. It's interesting to see how, like, when, uh, as hip-hop is going into the the phase of being commercialized and record labels and stuff are starting to get involved, how how the dynamic shifts and how things that started, like, started at the ground. I guess, like, I had a real story to tell how, like, as yeah. you get more commercial or record labels and other people start to get involved and money starts to get involved, how... I guess the initial goal can just like switch so fast. Yeah. So quick. So, so quick. Um, so those are our scripted episodes. Uh, you can go and listen to them. We're halfway through this series from Pink Friday to Wet Ass Pussy now. Um, so yeah, and you can listen to those episodes and let us know what you think. So let's talk about the new releases since the last time we recorded. The two big ones that I, um, kind of knew about was, uh, uh, Rico Nasty's Nightmare Vacation yes. and, young, and Young Baby Tate's After the Rain. Uh, so were there any other releases that it ju- that it happened like in the past two weeks that we should talk about? There was another release, but I'm going to put it in my music rec. So we're just going to focus okay. on these two. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Rico Nasty. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big Rico Nasty fan. I think anger is the most powerful emotion that we as people have, and especially we as Black women have. And she and got so, it a lot. <laughs> so, and exactly. And so often it gets weaponized against us. And so we kind of bury that deep. And Rico Nasty just incites in me this anger that I feel about everything i love her screaming and raging mm-hmm. and it just makes me feel so free i was listening to it um on a drive i drove uh from oh, la to santa barbara you went to santa barbara i say san diego no i went to santa barbara um for the day and i was listening to it on the drive and i was just blaring it in the car and it just it felt so good you know wait 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 wait, wait, mariah are we skipping over your birthday 
Uh, yeah, no, my birthday is, by the time this is released, my birthday will be yesterday. By the time this is released. You, you going to let us skip over your birthday and not tell you happy birthday? Are you my crazy? Birthday, oh, thank you. It's my, I'm 24. It's my Kobe year. Everybody. <laughs> wow, you really so, have to let us do that. That's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my birthday is this coming Thursday. It's Sag season. I'm a I'm a proud Sagittarius. Uh, it's come on, Mickey. Come on, JT. I know, right? Come on, all the Sagittariuses. Unproblematic. Who we got? I'm kidding. That's a lie. That's a lie. But I love us. Um, I love us for real. So it, it don't even matter. But yeah, so I went, um, I took a day trip, like, uh, early, like, uh, as an early birthday present to myself. I just went to Santa Barbara and had, like, a nice dinner alone. Um, it was really fun. It was a good time. But I was listening to Rico Nasty's album on the way there. And this is tech, this is her debut album. Yeah. Um, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I had no idea. Because I thought that the project she released back in 2018 was her debut. Like oh, anger management like, or oh, they said oh, 2018. No, not that nasty, one. Um, nasty. Yeah, that one that came before. That's probably my favorite Rico Nasty project. Um, I really loved that. Uh, that project back in 2018. Um, but yeah. So, what thoughts did you have about Nightmare Vacation? So I was super excited for this. Um, yeah. I don't know if you, so like, you know, I'm looking at the promo shots and everything. She had a yeah. lot of good pictures and an article that came out before. So it was a real good rollout for me. It was definitely, um, so me and a couple other people, we've been talking about like what rollouts have looked like for artists just in general, not even through COVID, just what has that done? Like, are people actually right. putting in the, it's like the work to roll out something. And I think no. for, oh, that was the conclusion, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Niggas is just like, yeah, the album's dropping on Tuesday. Like, um, literally. Okay. <laughs> and they're wondering why it doesn't sell. Literally. Do like, okay. We don't know you. You've um, done nothing to convince us. Nothing. What? Yeah, I think the last good rollout, I was, well, it's been a couple ones, but I think Chloe and Hallie and Summer Walker, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, but, I was like looking at what what was coming out before, and it was like a bunch of articles um, written by Black women, which I love so much. Uh, the photos that she had was really good for all the different uh, magazines yeah, I, I that she did. Nasty top tier face, okay? Yeah, yeah. Mama is a model, okay? Like she she can do that. I I, I just. I think she's so beautiful and has such a unique like grunge look that I've always like, I love to see black, like grunge alt emo type girl, mm-hmm. you know, and so just that bitch, you know, when it comes yeah. to it, she, she, I'll say this. She knows her lane and she knows, yeah. she knows how to expand it, not swerve out of it. Cause that's something yeah. I'm really big on. I'm big in everybody staying in their lane, but I, I can expand the lane. But when y'all start swerving out, that's when things just I'd be like, all right, what are we doing? Things always go left when yeah. you try and do when you try and do that shit. When you try to do too much. Okay, so in terms of the album, honestly, I'm a big fan. I love it. I don't okay. think Rico Nasty can necessarily do any wrong in my eyes just yet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe because like I don't know. I don't feel like she has like I said, I don't feel like she has strained straight away from what her lane is and where mm. she peaks and what she does well. Like so my personal okay. favorites off of it is Shut the Fuck Up. Yeah. 
own it and uh ohfr i don't know why those are but those (laughs) kind of stand out to me but also we have to talk about how we're getting the longevity of smack a bitch Okay, listen, that's my music rec, so. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. We'll get there later. We'll get there later. Never mind. We're going to talk about that, okay? Because <laughs> that's my music rec. Um, JK, y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that. <laughs> no one heard that. Please ignore what she said. So, yeah. So, my thoughts about it. I think it's an interesting effort, but I'm not a fan. Mm. And here's why. I don't, this kind of feels like, again, it feels rushed. It feels like she's, you know, swerving out of her lane just a little bit. I think she's trying a lot of different things with her sound here. And I'm always a fan of trying different things with your sound. But I don't know if this is the project to be like exploring that that much on. And it's like your debut album. Like what you want is to give us that classic Rico Nasty elevated and not be like saying this is Rico Nasty 2.0 just yet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so I was a little disappointed with it. Um, and I was a little disappointed with the features. Um Except for the Smackabitch, uh, you know, features. I think that song is immaculate. <laughs> um, the, the real, the standouts for me were Shut the Fuck Up, um, Girl Scouts, Pussy Poppin'. Yes, Pussy Poppin' is another one. Pussy Poppin' is another one. Yeah, Pussy Poppin' and, um, and obviously Smackabitch. Uh, those were the standouts for me. But I was, I was, I was gonna say, I was, I was listening to it and I was, I was a little disappointed. I don't know. I just, I feel like Rico Nasty has had better projects than this. You know, Mm -hmm. it feels like there's a lot that she's trying out with her sound and, you know, trying to expand it. And and, and there's a lot of shit that she's talking that's different from the shit that she's talked before. Um, It's still very angry. It's still very aggressive in a way that I love. So I respect that. But it's going to be, it's like a, I'm going to say like a six and a half out of 10 for me. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I think it could have been better. I, I wanted it to be better. I really wanted to like it. It just wasn't selling me. So you wouldn't well. you wouldn't suggest this as an album to listen to, a, a project to listen to if someone was like, put me on a Rico Nasty. Absolutely not. If they want to get put on to Rico Nasty, we're going to go back to like Sugar Trap. Like, I'm a poppin' ass bitch. Let Sugar me remind trap. you. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I would, no, this would not be what I would recommend. I wouldn't. And I would recommend anger management before I recommended this. I like anger management. I ain't gonna lie. I do too. I I like anger. I wish she would do more. Like I was listening to who was like working. I was looking at all the credits, and I'm like, "Where's Kenny Beats?" Like, yeah. So Kenny Beats doesn't have. He only has credits for Smack a Bitch. He actually doesn't. It, which is crazy to me because I think they do insane work together i think everyone knows that (laughs) and it's like what why would you not for your debut album go with your tried and true producer like what is he doing right now that he can't be working with this i always feel like when people like vince staples and rico nasty and you know like work with kenny beats like i think they do some of their best work Mm. no i would agree with that i would i think I don't know. I think this is what's happening with debut albums now because I'm thinking back on Megan's album as well. Yeah, I felt the same way about it. I think what's happening is debut albums are 
gonna either transition into it's like no longer your coming out statement because if you think about it, Rico Nasty has come out to us already. Absolutely, that's that's why I was expecting more. They've already like technically come out to us. The debut album is kind of to me what I think is probably gonna happen is debut albums are gonna be their time to figure out where their dream team is on a mainstream level if that makes well i have to say she has not found it this ain't it i'm sorry (laughs) this ain't the dream team this ain't the dream team rico now the glam squad that's the dream always on team i mean they're Uh, always on t they're always good Yeah, but this ain't the dream team, Rico. I'm sorry. And Meg, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the same thing for Meg. That wasn't the dream team. Oh no, it was the people. The people that she had working on um, Fever, that was the dream team. Yeah, uh huh. Whoever that was, that was the dream team. Uh, This new glam squad that Meg has, everyone's glam is up. Everyone's glam is up. Fucking kiss, but this the producer. I want Meg to like link up with Manny Fresh. We need. Okay, so Meg you want to know? No, wait, I got something for you. What? Wait, what? Okay, so this is an exclusive, y'all. Exclusive already? It, it, it's not no real exclusive, but um, Manny Manny Fresh. He was just on Clubhouse. He just like joined. I would say a couple. I love Manny Fresh. Like, a couple days ago, and he he was just like talking, you know, just doing what like a lot of celebrities do when they first get mm-hmm. on. They like run through their timeline or whatever. And someone asked him about Megan. He said that he sent over, um, or he has a beat, or sent over a like remix beat what? to I Need a Hot Girl. What? Oh, bitch. I want it yesterday. I want it yesterday. I want it now, Megan. I want it now. I want you and the city girls to hop (laughs) on that motherfucker. Okay? Wow. I would love that so much. Oh, the whole whole stage was just like... I'm gonna harass her. I want it. I don't know. I I forgot if he said if he sent it over to her or if he has it. I want to say he said he sent it over to her. I want to say he did. We need Meg on a bounce beat. We need her on some like. Let's, we need her. Let's think about it. Ride or die. That was a perfect song. Like they let that song flop in such I hate a sad that. way. I hate that they she let went that song. I hate that they let that flop because that was the perfect bounce song. They actually yeah. let the bounce artist be in it and gave them a call on the video shoot. Like they had the big like, TV video. The video could have been better. The it shouldn't have been on the Queen and Slim. We need to just erase Queen and Slim from Please, our memory. Abolish, abolish, <laughs> abolish Queen and Slim. Uh, I just I hate that. Like that was oh, a perfect song. That song was a one. It's just like they're fumbling the bag with these girls, like in in such like obvious. Like the answer is glaring. Right it's there. glaringly they're obvious. Doing, I don't obvious. know what they're doing, to be very honest. Like, you know what the people have been reacting to with certain girls. You know that they want to see them with other girls. So why are you not promoting those songs, like, a lot bigger? You always They always promote the songs with the men, which I don't get. Because, I mean, I know what the strategy is. You get a man, like, uh, the baby, little baby, stuff like that. Because it'll, sure. it'll chart, quote unquote. But we've seen what these songs does. Everyone is just like... The original did better on its own, or like yeah. there's a whole bunch of girls on it, or promote the songs that the girls are only like the songs where girls are on each other's song. That's all we've been asking for. That's literally it. Like, what, where are yeah. we going left? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, and I wish it would stop. And we're gonna start a petition as soon as we're done recording. Honestly, um, 
No more the baby features, Megan. We're done with that. We've we've evolved from it. I know I said they're um, a good work husband and wife, but like sometimes y'all gotta take a break. I just need the baby to take a break because I feel like I mean I don't know what's up, but I just have grown weary of it. But yeah, so that was Rico Nasty's album. Now, Young Baby Tate also released uh was it a tape or Yeah, it's like it a little like, EP. It's not an album. Little EP, which is fine. Um, after the rain. And let me just say, I have never like really been like super into Young Baby Tate. Really? But, I'm obsessed. Uh, yeah, I've not I haven't gotten like super into her, but I fuck with this. <laughs> this one looks good. I really, I really, really, really this like this. Good. this she, it was, it was very good. It was very, very good. I'm super into this tape. I think it's, I think it's so interesting. She's exploring like so many different things. Like you hear her singing and sing rapping and doing some rapping, talking shit, you know, getting like sexy. And like, it's, it's, it's so many different things that I'm just like, this really is a fucking vibe. Like it's only what, 20 minutes long, which yeah, is I'm gonna say, I think there were, like five songs on there. Five or yeah. Three, but five, I, cause I want it to be, I want it to be longer because this shit is a vibe. If this is like, a so uh, this, this is her, like in her lane, like this is very much what young baby take again she's another one she knows that she's a fun yeah. pop-ish girl she's she knows that she can sing she knows that she yeah. can do the raps like she knows how to throw a whole bunch of mix of stuff in and it actually works like it makes sense it goes well with her like yeah what were your standouts so you know my standout is rainbow cadillac you know i love that uh yeah, the, um, I, I like the video. I don't like, know, she like, was serving some choreography in that baby. I said, you better dance. She knows where she's at. Like, she knows. Um, and the one with uh, Flo Millie, is that I Am? I Am. I thought that was really cute. A nice little so manifestation I song. Flo I love it. Okay, yeah. So my standouts were I am vacation. No vacation. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. That's what I know, right? <laughs> I fuck with that so much. Ooh. I love that so much. I forgot all about that. How could I forget that one? What the hell? Vacation is like vacation it. is <laughs> it. It is it. It is. She know the girl knows. I'm be so I. I mean, I've been onto her since uh, I'm gonna say a year or two, and mm. the stuff that she because she has been putting out just little singles she hadn't necessarily put out a project since girl and yeah i want to say that's 2019 and i just feel like i don't know she just yeah no i'm i'm like really into this i i i think she did i, th- I just think it's so well done like and she's exploring so many different kinds of sounds here and i love like when the rap girls do that and and they don't lean so much into pop and it's not like and i'm not gonna be like a hater of pop music because i love a good i love some good pop music okay like i fuck with it but i love when they lean into like that that r&b you know just a little Mm -hmm. bit and they're merging Mm -hmm. those worlds and you can see like the influences from like how they were raised and what they were listening to when they were raised and you start to see that bleeding into their music so it it takes you back but also it's like you're updating it so it makes you feel like very nostalgic for a different time and i think she's doing that very well of just combining all the things that like you say she does very well and that i'm starting to see that she does very well and she's also like gorgeous like yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and she knows she's stunning which i love so you got this like young black dark-skinned woman talking mad shit like she deserves to and just giving us like something that truly 
it's a fucking vibe and I can't stop playing vacation. Vacation, it, it's just it. It's, it's, <laughs> so she said the, the motivation for this album was her boyfriend broke up with her. <laughs> yeah, good riddance. <laughs> right, he broke up with her and that's how we get this like after the rainbow. After the rain. After the oh, okay. Rain, like after the rainbow. <laughs> after the she's rain like, she has like rainbow streaks in her hair. Yeah. And, but I mean, yeah, like, fuck that nigga, boss up, and you really did it. Ferris, so, beyond Ferris, that's who her mom is. Oh, who is that? She's a singer. Um, like, a, I want to say she's like a Grammy Award winning. Grammy Award winning. Beyond Ferris? Yes, she's a famous singer. Um, she's like, work with. Uh, Arrested Development, TLC, and stuff like that. So it, it makes sense that okay, she was nominated for a uh, best female pop vocal performance in nineteen ninety. Oh, she's in arrest. She's in Arrested Development. Okay, yes. Okay, so it, okay. It, it makes sense that Tate knows what she's doing. Yeah, or, she's doing. Yeah, it makes sense now. Okay, she's so grown up with this. she yeah, I I want her right. to have a good year next year. I want her to really. Me go too, for it. and I loved her on the Insecure. Yeah, she's on the on Issa Rae's label. Yeah, she's on Issa Rae's label radio. Um, yeah, or or is it called the radio or radio? I it's don't like know. Radio. It's not like necessarily a late. I don't think she's like signed to them. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't understand how these like management signing contracts work. I think I think it might be like a like cause Issa Rae has like a a label with someone and I don't know who it is, but I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll get more information later. You know, we'll, we'll get into we're it, consumers. We don't we don't really know what's going on. <laughs> no, not at all. But let's get into like what is the topic today, which is Pooch again mulatto. Again mulatto. Oh my god. <laughs> And I think it's time we talk about colorism oh, and rap music, especially because okay, so why don't you explain like how this came about and about Clubhouse? Ooh, Jesus, here we go back on Clubhouse. Clubhouse, right. could be, Clubhouse could be amazing, or Clubhouse could be the worst thing ever. Um. Okay, so for the past couple of days, there's been a lot of celebrity activity on Clubhouse. So there'll be chats where a title could be something like, okay, it could be something like Rico Nasty's Nightmare Nightmare Vacation is Terrible. Like, that'll be the title of it. People go in, they chat it up, da-da-da-da. And what's been happening in a lot of these chats where they could be, like, quote-unquote controversial uh, titles of them, either people from the person's team will go in there and, like let them know what's up or like go in there and try and defend them or the actual person will go in. So before the stuff happened with Mulatto, there was a Kevin Hart situation. Right. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. And then she was the next one. Then there was Chet Hanks. He was another one. So in Miss Lotto's case, someone had started a chat, uh, called like, why would you name yourself Mulatto? I think that was the title of it. It was something along along the lines of that and initially it was just a bunch of everyday normal people in there talking about like their thoughts on her name and like her actions so far and stuff like that whether they think a name change will actually like change anything yada yada boom 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 yeah so from my understanding this one girl who was in there she knew 
Lotto's people or she knew how to get in connect, like how to connect with them. So she contacted mm-hmm. them to go in the chat and like basically defend her to a extent. And so they got in and it just went left. Like the whole conversation just, it just became a mess. Honestly, it was just a lot of like, y'all don't know her. Y'all don't know what she been doing. Da, 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 da. And just like y'all going off stuff off the internet. Y'all don't know this girl. Uh, so her people like it. It just got it got real weird, and it went left real fast. Cause like they came in harsh, and they came in deep. Like they came in wanting smoke, basically. Cause after a while, like they would be like, um, like we know so many people in here. Like we could like in the industry, like we could stop uh y'all getting work and all this stuff. Like what? Yes, it it really turned into that. And so apparently uh, Lotto was in the audience. And I, so so what happens is, like, if you're a moderator and your room gets big, you don't know who's there because you're not necessarily, like, scrolling, looking through to see what's going on. And it's not like there's a chat box on on Clubhouse right. where you could be, like, where a whole bunch of people like, Lotto's here, Lotto's in here, like, put it on stage, put it on stage, da-da-da. Like, you would have to go to another source like a twitter or instagram and someone had to be tweeting that and you would have to see it so she did she did go in there and like they didn't let her on stage then her team went to another chat and they was just like talking it up chatting a whole bunch of stuff 21 savage crazy but was talking about i didn't even know lotto men light skin i thought it meant money talk like Mulan. oh my god I said, okay this is because oh my god Mulan, you live <laughs> You've revived like a centuries old slur, a centuries old slur that it, it, it is meant that was meant to you know degrade you. It's not like a it's not like a fucking uh, a, a compliment that you're a mulatto that there's a part of you that's white. It's meant to say oh it doesn't matter how much white blood you have and this person has in them they're still a nigger. Yeah, and, 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 it, it was, and it was a lot like they was going back and forth in and out the chat like talk like trying to talk about i'm not gonna say they were trying to talk about colorism because the the level of i don't want to say intelligence it just wasn't but it's not there the range, it's not the there. range wasn't there it's to have there. a conversation so about it's about colorism yes what, how I, it, what like, I will say is that i know there's there was a tweet going around that said mulatto said colorism is real i'm not gonna co-sign that because i was in not the chat as well so mm-hmm. from from what I know and what I experienced with the chat, she never made it on stage. Now that doesn't mean that she didn't actually go on stage or that she didn't say those things. But from what I saw when I was hopping in and out of it, she never actually made her way to the stage. Cause I think at the point when they were about to put her on stage or wanted to send her the request to come on stage, her team was like, Nah, like don't. Like, That's probably for the best. From it's here's the thing from her. Tweet, I'm gonna say, she don't need to be. Yeah, she don't have the range to have this kind of conversation, and she doesn't need to. The fact is, is that she needs to change her rap name because this is an incredibly offensive slur, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Nobody gives a fuck that your mother is white, and it's it's okay that this is a part of you. And I hate this whole conversation that mixed people have about how they've never been able to fit into one world that, or the that other. Was and one of, that was one of the and things they were saying. Well, 
not the like, her team, but both, like uh, which we know is ridiculous. Which we know is ridiculous because we know any proximity to white is is considered exotic, is considered better than. And the way that all these, especially with what's been happening recently with JT's old tweets resurfacing, mm-hmm. and we're talking about how like we need to cancel JT, we need to get rid of her. But when Doja Cat was in these racist ass chat rooms, everybody was like, we need to be kind to her. You know, she grew up with this mother, blah blah blah. She doesn't understand her. You see the difference there. You see the disconnect in the way that they talk about dark and black women. They don't no, have the no same kind of makes those connections. There's their disconnection. They don't have the same kind of humanity for dark skinned women. And they don't even see them. They don't even see them as equally valuable, mm-hmm. you know? And so Mulatto's going to get a thousand and one chances to fuck up because of the way that she looks. So one of the conversations that was happening before her team went in and then went left because I, I have some talks, I have some thoughts on like the team as well because they did a terrible PR job. When I say terrible, I well, mean the thing is, is I feel like these teams are like friends and family. Like these are That's homies, what, you know what I mean? I'm these aren't people too. from like her label, you know, who are who like have been assigned and who are seasoned, who know what the fuck to say and what to do. These are homies who are like, you can't be talking about my friend like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what I'm starting to think too because I'm after that happened, I'm starting to think about like when Twitter disasters be happening or like the rap girls be tweeting like some crazy stuff and people be like, where are the teams? Where are the PR teams? Like, but the thing is, is the teams are, <laughs> are co-signing with them. Like they're, they're, the they're next to them. <laughs> so yeah. now I'm like, okay, I don't need to ask where the team at because they standing right there while they tweeting crazy and talking crazy. Like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that was like an eye opener for me. I'm like, oh, they're either co-signing or, like, with the shits. It's just like, oh, yeah. You have the wrong people. Yeah, but uh, one of the conversations that was happening was even if she did change her name, they also talked about the stuff that, like, she has done, too. So, like, the calling her friend an orangutan, uh, the stuff with stealing the girl's hair, like, she she may change her name if she does. So here's the thing. The whole reason why that chat happened is because there was a, the, there's an article that came out or a video that came out um, where she was in an, in an interview and she was talking about, yeah, I'll be, I'll thinking, not. About, I'll be thinking about changing my name. Like it, it rolls through my head sometimes. Like if I should just go as big lotto and stuff like that. So that's why it did come. That's why the chat ended up happening because it was something came out that she does think about changing her name every once in a while. And, and I think she should. And I don't, I don't know, like, cause she has this interview that's coming out. I don't know when it's coming out, but oh, yeah, definitely, definitely we'll be watching and we'll be discussing it like our next episode, but I'm excited to, I want to see, I want to hear what she has to say. I have to remember also that she's 21 years old and it's like, she just has a different mindset and it isn't to say that I'm that much older than her, but I can definitely tell like the emotional maturity is, is, a, is of a different level yeah. than, than mm-hmm. the mind, like than, than what hers is. And she also, I and I hate to say it, but like, all my biracial friends, all my light skinned friends, they all have the same personality. Who have white, who have mothers whose mothers are white, it's just different. I mean, yeah. I hate to say it, but it's different. It's a different, you have a different frame of reference for like seeing the world, so, being raised uh, did by you see a this white woman. Her tweets came out as well when JT stuff happened. No, I did not because that wasn't the focus. <laughs> I had no clue. So, so some focus. of her tweets came out as well and a lot of her 
younger tweets are about like being mixed and being better. And, and that's, that's their entire identity is being mixed as a plague. And like having curly hair and stuff like that. So yeah, some of her tweets they didn't they necessarily pop off like JT's did, but of course not. They wouldn't. They wouldn't slid through the uh, cracks. <laughs> yeah, because people are always rushing to you know cancel dark skinned black women or to dig or to degrade them or to discredit them or to find some way to masculine to, to to make them you know masculine and so they don't have to see them as women or as human beings or mm-hmm. to compare them to animals and they're always finding some way to make dark skin evil yeah. to make dark skin bad to make it and 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 well whereas like these light skinned women they are given the range. They can skate they through. They can skate they're, given the, they're given the room to make mistakes. Yeah. And I just don't think that's, I don't think it's fair. Of, I think Mulatto should be allowed to make, I think Mulatto should be allowed to make mistakes. And we shouldn't hold someone's past against them to a certain extent, obviously. Yeah. But I also think that JT should be given that same room to make those mistakes and to grow from them and to apologize from them and to have people move on from them the way everybody moved on from Doja Cats. Mm-hmm. Like cancellation. I said that with air quotes because it didn't really happen. Yeah, cancel culture is you fake. Know, I'm going to need people to just really get with the problem. Cancel culture is always <laughs> No one has ever actually received any real punishment besides like Bill Cosby and, and what's his name? Harvey Weinstein. Those are the only two people. Everyone else, still fine. Still yeah. very rich. <laughs> right? Still very rich. Still very much working, still very much accepted in these cultures. And then everybody wants to, you know, just sweep it under the rug. But we can't do that. Exactly. So, yeah. I have thoughts. Like, you sent me that Clubhouse invitation, and I don't know. if it, I haven't used it. I haven't gone on yet. Um, I don't know. It just, uh, but I'm going to see. I'm a, uh, but that's just that's very Clubhouse interesting. Clubhouse can have some crazy things. Clubhouse yeah. can have some very good connection type things too so i i would say this if anyone who's about to get on clubhouse i mean if you want the mess baby the mess is always there yesterday i just listened to yeah. love and hip-hop i love hip-hop <laughs> I, I, I listened to a love and hip-hop story baby when i tell you I love I, when i tell you i listen to love and hip-hop live i i'm not gonna put their business out there but i listen oh to God. love and hip-hop live so if you want the mess the mess is there if you want the trolls the tro- when i tell you the trolls room the troll rooms and clubhouse are a one. I went to a white wow. woman's wink up. Amazing, immaculate. No. Oh no! no oh no! It's immaculate. It was immaculate. The trolling was on ten. But if you do want connections or like want to learn, like I said, Manny Fresh was on there talking about his life and stuff like that, giving tips. Uh, if you do want like those inside stories or mm-hmm. making some form of like journalism connection, uh, political connections uh some like connected with producers and stuff like that the playing field is even because it's only everything happen, happens in real time so it's not like yeah. i have to send you a tweet and wait and see if you see the tweet if you want to respond right. or not once i hop on stage and i talk you either got to respond right now or you got to lead a chat <laughs> like yeah. it all happens in real time but i hope they figure something out with miss lotto she is coming out with the deluxe version of queen of the south and yeah i'm uh, excited to hear it my, i like her music i think she's I'm a say, good she, rapper she's really good and my wish is coming true that the rap girls are working with um the girls that write so on one of the songs 
Nyjah is uh has right yeah I'm excited so I'm excited to see what that looks like because I want to like her I want to I want to be on her team I do she just needs to stop talking but yeah they need to figure anyway (laughs) so the year is winding down now we're we're about to be into 2021 um and hopefully it'll be much better than this hellish year so now everybody so now everybody is releasing like these end of the year rankings of music and things like that and so here are just some of like where the rap girls landed and if you're following us on instagram or on twitter um we posted about these uh so let's just see so npr released their 100 best songs of 2020 and um at number 60 we have jobs by the city girls at number 27 we have song 33 by no name at number three, we have the Savage Remix by Meg Thee Stallion and Beyonce. And at number one, we have WAP by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. And then Rolling Stone ranked the 50 best albums of 2020. And at number 27, we have Good News by Meg Thee Stallion. At number 15, we have Ho, Why Is You Here by Miss Flo Millie. And at number 13, we have City on Lock by The City Girls. And I'm so happy for people like like loving City on Lock because it yeah, was City on Lock was good. I would anger. say that because I, I didn't like um what was it for that uh uh seasons or no uh, yeah no no that's not the album name what is it I forgot what that one was even called I'm looking at it but I can't think of what it was called I did not like that one but I did watch an interview with them that said that that one was just put together girl code girl code yes that yeah. one was not it but they did say that one was just put together because JT was about to go to jail and, go to jail. and right. they needed to have some music out, which honestly y'all could have kept that one except for yeah. being on there. Right. Uh, and twerk, which is a good song. Say twerk, but... Yeah. Twerk. Oh God. Wow. But I'm just saying act up the, Ooh, what that did for a summer. My God. Yeah. I mean, no, I fucked with it. Um, but I really like that people are liking city Unlock because it's such a good album. It's very cohesive. It is. I was, I, think... I was, I was, I wasn't surprised cause I did like a period. I thought that was really good too, but mm-hmm. this one, this one was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was so good. And I really, I just, I'm proud of them. Like you can see the growth here. Yes. You can see them. Mm-hmm. You can hear like they, they're grinding. They really want this shit. They want to get better. And I, and I really respect that. I respect that they're getting better on their features you know like Carisha is really trying and I I, I like I respect her for that I really do you know and I and I just I fuck with it so much and I'm really happy for like ho why is you here because Flo Millie like this summer this summer would have been nothing without Flo Millie honestly so I I knew she was gonna come out with it I was I was a little nervous because I have been a Flo Millie fan since day one. But you know, like, when your fave comes out with something, you're like, who I'm really nervous as to what's going to happen. But honestly, as soon as I started playing that, I said, oh. It does, yeah. It really ate, like, Oh, she ate. knows. She knows what she's doing. She, yeah. She's aware. Mobile Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. I, I fuck with. Who would have yes. thought? Who would have thought? I mean, literally never me. But I I fucked with this so heavy. So I'm really happy that it's, like, getting all this praise. And yes. I hope. And obviously I'm sad that it didn't get any, like, Grammys play. But I think. Well, Millie's gonna have a good year next year. I, like, I pray. I pray that people, more people, put her on features because she. Yeah, because she, she really be eating on these features, like on that song with Young Baby Tate. Yes. Like, so, 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 I, 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 I'm just gonna predict now. 
that she's gonna have a big year next year. Oh, like if if I have to carry it on my back, I'm gonna do it. Ab, we fucking will. Miss <laughs> Formelli is gonna have a moment if it kills us, okay? Honey. But I'm I'm very I'm very happy with it with her and with the like the placement of this i i like that megan got you know in this too you know because you know good news was cute it was it was, it was, it was cute i'm gonna say it was it was, it was a moment i'm trying to think what other rap girl albums came out this year by the time this not year. many i'm gonna say i don't think we got that many projects we got a lot of singles and so it's interesting that they rank wap as number one so um, here's the, i don't WAP is number it. one for every uh, like list article that came out that was related to songs, which is make which makes sense. Yeah, which makes sense. That had a genuine rollout. That and the video was great. The buzz about it was great. The song was just great. Everything about it was so authentic. It was such an authentic oh, number Cardi one. Cardi B hit. doesn't do a, a terrible rollout. If she, yeah, you could follow her for a lot of things, but a terrible rollout yeah. for something, Cardi B don't. Do Not that. one of them. Her team Not one of got them. that and check and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they do. And I really and I really appreciate them for that. Um, and I'm excited to hear her album next year. I'm excited to hear like what what else does she have for us? Yeah, you know, I see what with this sophomore album. So I'm I'm really excited to hear that. So yeah. Um, and then on our next episode, obviously we're gonna be doing, you know, our rankings uh for end of the year yes. for Rap Girl Project. But uh we'll talk. Well you'll you'll hear about, you'll that, hear about next that later. Time. <laughs> um but let's then and we'll catch you guys in two weeks yeah don't forget to bye bye us on instagram and twitter at instagram where my girls at underscore th twitter where my girls at two leave us a five-star rating comment mm-hmm. let us know what you all think all right bye. bye thank you for listening to this episode of where my girls at brought to you by textured air a brand dedicated to celebrating black girl culture past, present, and future. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. It really helps. You can find us on Twitter at WhereMyGirls@2 and Instagram, WhereMyGirls@ underscore TH. Make sure you check out our other podcasts, Does It Hold Up, The Blacklist, and all the other content we offer on our website, TextureDare.com. Until next time.